Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right, that's right, folks. Power recapper Dave Neal here, host of Bachelor Nation News, and this is the Rush Hour. We got a lot to get into on today's episode. Uh, featured content on the back half of the episode today will be Nick Vial on the Vile Files podcast interviewing Susie Evans, former girlfriend of Clayton Eckerd, and he really, he really does a good job of getting out of the way of any controversy here, which is surprising because normally he likes to put his nose in the controversy. Controversy, respectfully speaking, but when it comes to the Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal and the threats of lawsuits, he actually asked Susie what she thinks about it all while refusing to offer too much of his own opinion. All right, folks, boy, nothing like some Nick and Clayton paternity scandal to make me hungry. And with today's sponsor, HelloFresh, let's take the hassle out of mealtime. That's right, Bachelor Rush Hour is sponsored by HelloFresh. This fall, uh, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options plus new vegan recipes too we all know that um, it's a challenge out there when you gotta get your groceries and take out and all the other eating options HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout that means less stress in your day and more money back in your pocket so there's plenty of recipes I enjoy there you can get I mean look has you know chicken fish what do you know Mediterranean light and lean fat and heavy they got it all folks well not fat and heavy but you know what i mean they've got you know if you know some people don't want salad some people do so decide what you want you can change your meal size two people four people do you want to do it two days a week four days a week it's uh it's very customizable go to hellofresh.com slash 50 rush hour and use code 50 rush hour for 50 percent off meals plus free shipping again hellofresh.com slash 50 rush hour and use code 50 rush hour for 50 percent off meals plus free shipping america's number one meal kit and I know we're warming things up today. Let's get into Jesse Palmer on Kelly and Mark talking about the Golden Bachelorette. Will they have a Golden Bachelorette following the smash success of Golden Bachelor? Let's have a listen. He's a guy who has so much maturity and emotional, mat- uh, emotional maturity. I think both he and the women as well. They have mm-hmm. so much wisdom. They've lived life. They have children. Many of them have grandkids. And I think they're people that are really easy to root for. That's right. what I think is the magic there. Do you see there being a golden bachelorette? I hope so. I love that idea. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I, I, I think idea. there should be, right? There totally should be. I think there are multiple women from Gary's season that would make amazing golden bachelorettes. I'm literally on the edge of my seat waiting to get the news if, in fact, that's going to happen. So the question remains, who will be the next Bachelorette? Golden Bachelorette, that is. Now, Reality Steve revealed who won Golden Bachelorette. Excuse me, Golden Bachelor. I'm not going to share that with you here. I'm not sharing any spoilers. If you do want the spoilers, you can always go to Reality Steve's Twitter, where he shared it, or his Instagram. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which has my sort of coverage of the winner. And apparently, uh, it looks like some people are thinking that maybe uh, Gary, was uh, putting clues uh, uh, during the filming of The Bachelor uh, to let his winner know that that was the one he was going to choose all along. I might have that story for you all tomorrow. Again, if I do decide to share it, you will be the first to know that I've got all of the sort of uh, spoiler warnings out there, so you're not going to get hit with any unneeded spoilers. 
And here's some information that is adjacent to the Bachelor world. Love is Blind's Bliss is pregnant, expecting first baby with husband Zach. A beautiful blessing. I'm excited to see them learn and explore the world, Bliss tells people of welcoming her and Zach's first baby into the world. The couple who met and got married on season four of the Netflix hit are expecting their first baby together. People can exclusively confirm. The news marks the first public pregnancy announcement to come from a couple who tied the knot on Love is Blind. It's a little bit nerve-wracking, but I think it's also such a beautiful thing, Bliss tells people of welcoming their first baby in spring of 2024. Babies are miracles and blessings, and I think we've been so open to sharing our journey and our relationship with the world, and this is our next big, beautiful thing. I'm really happy, and I hope that it brings joy to other people. It's definitely brought us a ton of joy. Yeah, I've always loved covering Zach and Bliss. They were a a, a highlight in an otherwise controversial world known as Love is Blind, uh, which, if anything, the Love is Blind success rate has proven that love is not blind. It's a it's a cornucopia of, of, of materials that go into it, from uh, physical attraction to emotional attraction to intellectual attraction— Uh, attraction is what bonds people together. It comes through humor and intelligence and compassion and just, and how just the other person is and your energy level. So it's a lot of things, but it is sure as hell not blind uh, because they're two pretty good looking people. And it's also good that he's a lawyer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mary. Oh boy. I wish, uh, I always feel bad for my wife. She married a comedian. If she could have only married a lawyer because law legal fees are expensive folks. Speaking which I wasn't even going to mention this, but y'all have have bumped our donations on the legal defense fund to over $10,000 and now sits at $10,215 raised of a $12,000 goal. That's the amount of money we're probably going to be paying for this court case. That's December 18th. And we'll have more on that on the end of the podcast today. But I did want to say a quick thank you to everybody, including, uh, you know, today we have received donations of five, 50, 10, 200, so many different donations. So absolutely hard heartwarming for those all to come in. All right, we're all excited for Thanksgiving, and uh, a tradition unlike any other is going to be the new Bachelor at the, I guess, the Rose Bowl Parade, and it'll be, is it going to be filmed on, I guess it'll be on ABC. Is it the Rose Bowl Parade? What's the, where, no, 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 excuse me, that's the New Year's Day Parade. I'm all over the place, folks. It's the Thanksgiving Day Parade, so they're going to have Joey there on Thanksgiving morning. Do you guys watch the parade? Uh, Maybe I'm old school, but I enjoy watching a bunch of frozen high school kids marching down the streets of Fifth Avenue, you know what I mean? It's always a ton of fun. Uh, either way, very excited to have him there. And also, I get, people are begging me, Dave, share with us your cranberry sauce recipe. Here's what I can tell you. You got to, you got to, it's the easiest way to impress your family, all right? Because the aroma of good cranberry sauce infiltrates the whole house. You take, uh, you take a cup of water, you get it going on a boil. And then you add a cup of sugar. I know, folks, that's the secret to good food is sugar. And then after that, after it simmers and and dissolves, you put in a packet of cranberries and, you know, you let that slowly on a slow boil, you know, know, lower the temperature, let the cranberries pop. They're all going to basically boil and pop. And then you can add all the fun things. Here's what I like to do, folks. Don't judge me. One diced pear, one diced apple one pureed orange and now get a little funky with your cinnamon nutmeg combo usually it's like a yeah one teaspoon cinnamon half a teaspoon nutmeg don't overdo the nutmeg and um if you want you can have a lot lot of fun here and you can take um 
you know, some different types of nuts and you can roast the nuts in a sort of a brown sugar butter sauce and you can add that to it. I mean, look, really, you can go all out, but that's, those are the basics for how I like my uh, cranberry sauce. I've even heard of people putting dried fruit in it, uh, you know, dried up like candied fruit in it, but that's just, that's up to you guys. I can't, I can't hold your hand on this Thanksgiving. Just know that I've got a cranberry sauce recipe that is so good. When I search for it online, it no longer exists. They've banned my cranberry sauce recipe from the internet. That's how good it is. All right. In other news, we have former bachelorette Deanna um, becomes 42. She has that uh, 42-year-old birthday post on her Instagram. I'm going to read what she had to say. She said, I welcome you, 42. I am free. I am unapologetically me. I will continue to refine myself as I learn and grow, but I will not change myself to fit a mold. I've experienced great love in my life and great loss. Those who caused some deep scars, some of which are still healing. But I walk in the face of adversity with my head held high and the friends who have chosen to put on the boots to trek through the mound of shit with me. Those are my people, the ones that don't leave, the ones that accept you fully and wholly as you are, the ones that see your brokenness and come running to carry you on days you can't carry yourself, the ones that accept you as the Lord made you, the ones that celebrate your resilience, the ones that don't view you as a broken little girl, the ones that celebrate you. The last few years have been the most painful of my life. Grief is hard. They almost broke me, but they didn't. I will never again let anyone tell my story or let anyone take my voice. I've learned that I love hard, that I am loyal to a fault to myself, that I have been conditioned to keep others' secrets as, to keep others' secrets as a detriment to myself, that I no longer tolerate the most basic reciprocity in any relationship, that silence speaks volume, that grief is hard, there are healthy ways to cope, that I am wholly and fully loved in his eyes, my boundaries to keep my peace, that my story is my own. I am strong. I am kind. Theirs is not yours to carry. I am welcoming 42. Congratulations and happy 42nd birthday to Deanna. How exciting is that? And in our next clip of the day, we have Jess and Evan from the Your Mom and Dad podcast, one of our favorite friends in the Bachelor community, commenting on Katie Thurston making her way down to paradise after becoming the Bachelorette, her first time talking to ex-fiance Blake. Here's what Jess and Evan had to say. You know, with plenty of conversations uh, from Katie, I know that she has nothing but amazing things to say about Blake yeah. and says that he's just like the most wonderful guy. And that's always what her conversation was been. And I know that he was always the person that she, you know, at the yeah. end wanted to get engaged to. Um, they had a real so, connection there. It was like a lot heavier than I was expecting. I'll tell you that much. Yes. I was not expecting him to be that rattled. Yeah. Two years later. It's one thing yeah. if this was like a month ago. Two years later. And no. it was like, oh my God, I got, he was rattled. No, he was talking, you know, he was just like, I, sometimes I can't think about us because I just remember. So I just don't think about it. And it was, it was emotional. Yeah. I was getting like. Kind of wanted them to be together. Yeah. Well, you know, you know I mean? that's. I'm kind that's, of watching it. I'm well, going, dang. You know, that's there. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, I don't know what the no. deal is. I'm just saying. I know. But I, I, uh. I was getting emotional watching it yeah. and I was, you know, regardless of, of what the audience is saying, um, I think first of all, the audience watching it again is forgetting that Katie came down to host a roast, not knowing for sure whether Blake was going to be there or yeah. not. And then here we land. And then also Katie has talked about before publicly that um, after the roast ended and she was going to leave, the production did call her and ask if she would stay longer. Yeah. 
and come back to the beach. Whoa. Of which Katie said no. She knew. And then she was filming F Boy Island after. So yeah. then she went to F Boy Island after that. But it, it's like you I know. I think that's very respectful of her because she. Let's say she didn't want to date Blake. Yeah. That would have been that would have been torturous to him. Yeah. To like see her date other people in front of him. I thought that's really sweet for her to not return. Yeah, no, it's very sweet. And again, you can go check out this whole recap on the Your Mom and Dad YouTube channel or on their podcast, as always. Can't wait to join them again. Absolutely always love them. They just feel like family I never had. Now, I have family, but they, you know what I mean? Not to hate on my family. You know what I mean? But either way, yeah, it would have been wild if Katie stayed on the beach and started dating around. That would have made this season insane. Maybe for the right amount of money they would have uh, gotten her, but clearly they couldn't afford her right there. All right, we're going to be back with uh, the Nick Vial clip where he discusses a little bit about Clayton's paternity scandal right after this. Did you, like, in any way follow Clayton's oh, yeah. traumatic 1,000%. I was invested. <laughs> I was in locked in. in that shit. We uh, were texting. We were calling each other. Okay. I was, like, concerned for him. I had conversations with people close to the story as mm-hmm. well, and I was blown away by the things I heard. Yeah. Um, that I don't even totally feel comfortable Fair enough. Talking about yeah. per se, but you had conversations like what? <laughs> so do you feel comfortable? <laughs> you feel comfortable? <laughs> uh, so they're asking Susie to talk about things that they don't want to talk about. Why don't they want to talk about it? Well, because they've been threatened with the same lawsuits that I've been threatened with, and of course I get it. I understand they got a baby on the way. Why would they want to put themselves in harm's way with some litigation and have all this that can come after them when it's very sketchy? Well, my and, and my defense of that is you're always allowed to share your opinion you're allowed to look at these public court cases and share your opinion to be silenced from your opinion is to be robbed of your first amendment rights so as a podcaster nick needs to be very very well aware of where his rights are because when it comes down to it you need to know those rights so you can express yourself Um, as long as my address isn't like out for the public because Uh, i'm scared yeah yeah should be did you I feel like we can speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cryptically, did you hear some of the crazy shit that I heard? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow, riveting content. <laughs> yeah. I'm in their car yeah. screaming right now. Yeah. Be like, come on! Yeah. <laughs> um, what was? Yeah, but it was why? Is he okay? Um. Yeah, he's okay. But like, there was a period where he wasn't okay, and I think it was so disheartening to see like. I'm just such a a justice person where I'm like, I just want justice. So if somebody does something really horrible, I just want, I want a little vengeance. That's just who I am. And I don't need to go get it myself. Like I, I like to put it out for the universe and God. And I'm like, yeah, the karma. I'm like, do your thing. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also patient when it comes to revenge. Me too. And this is where I start to feel like it's personal. And again, this could just be me feeling it. But he said he's patient when it comes to revenge. Here's what we have to remind people. If, and and I'm not saying this to take a victory lap. I'm not saying this for any credit for me. This is actually credit towards my audience. If we didn't follow this case so closely, if we didn't, co-sign a GoFundMe for Clayton and got him the proper legal representation, I don't know if he would have won his case. I don't know if the public sentiment would have swung in his direction. I don't know if the light would have shined, shined, shone, shined into the dark crevices of this story if it wasn't for the people, not just me, that were brave enough to talk about this. So for those to say, oh, you know, 
I'll, I'll wait for justice to prevail and then I'll comment on it. This was a case where he was quite possibly the third man in a row who was being put through uh, ex- extraneous litigation. Are these two big words for me? Maybe. Either way, I mean, look, guys, he was warned like everyone else was right here. He was warned right here. My mental health has been destroyed by Dave in reality, Steve, since they have ignored the truth. If I am not offered that opportunity and you decide to cover the story with just Dave's point of view, my intention is to sue for defamation. You can't sue me for my point of view. You can't sue. I mean, you could, you could try, but I'm allowed those opinions. I'm allowed to look at shitty evidence and say, I don't really understand. I might be an idiot. I went to state college. I'm not a prestigious uh, equestrian over here right? But me thinks that it's not really living up to the scientific standard of, 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 a, of, of proof that someone's pregnant. I could say that until she's giving birth. Heck, I could watch her give birth and still say, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not really seeing it. Is that a really a kid? I could say that. Now, in good faith, I'm just sharing my honest opinion, which is so far, I haven't really seen the evidence and it looks kind of this and that way. But I pause here because I just say, man, Man, does it suck for me to hear someone say, well, you know, I'll be patient. Patience wasn't helping Clayton. The only thing that helped him out was that his court case was so confusing to the judge and that plaintiff or, or Jane Doe, I don't know if she was a plaintiff of that case, but when she, when her lawyer tried to give evidence to Clayton on a USB drive right before the trial, uh, minutes before they were supposed to be in the courtroom, and the fact that Clayton didn't have a laptop. That's the only thing that delayed it for a week and a half, allowed him to get better counsel and cross-examine Jane Doe and get things on the records and this and that. So if you, as an audience, weren't there, including Susie, Susie donated, but if you guys weren't there donating for Clayton's uh, legal help, he might not have gotten it. Okay, so there's no patience in waiting for that. It was an urgent matter. I am too. I play the long game mm-hmm. always. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, if, if you wrong me at some point in your life, and you probably know who you are, I haven't forgotten. It's you know. just it's brewing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's brewing. It's brewing. There's exactly. a good chance when it happens, you won't even know it's me. Exactly. I'm the same. We're sick. I'm and like, I'm just saying this. And I'm pleading this from the rooftop. I'm going to text Nick right after I make this video. Nick, have me on. I'll share with you everything I know and I'll share with you my opinions because I'm not afraid to share them here. I'm also not afraid to share them there. And I'm not afraid to share them in the LA Superior Courthouse. I'm not afraid of that. I've thought long and hard. I'm sticking true to what I believe is justice and true to my own opinions on what I'm seeing play out. And I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be bullied and pushed around by someone who thinks they can just take me to court. She already lost her um, her temporary order of protection against me. A judge already ruled this is probably in violation of First Amendment rights. We have to go to a hearing that is scheduled for December 18th. And then we're going to let it all play out in the courtroom. Okay, but here's why. And again, maybe if, if anyone has connections to Nick and you want to say, hey, get Dave Neal on. He's talking about this. 
I'm one of the only people, of course, Reality Steve is, is as well. He's probably not going to go on Nick's podcast. I will drop, I will drop what I'm doing right now and I'll drive into the valley or wherever the hell they are and I'll show up and I'll smell the candles. I'll sit there with the ripped jeans in front of the logo and I'll tell him exactly all the things I've been saying over here, what we know, what we believe, our opinions, and then look, he won't be liable. He doesn't have to share his opinion. He can wait for the truth to come out. But if he's asking Susie because he wants to hear her opinion while while hide, it's almost like paying a, you ever play laser tag? He's hiding behind somebody else here because he doesn't want to get hit. I understand. He doesn't want to go into a frivolous lawsuit. But if there's any chance that he or anyone else is behind the scenes making fun of me because I've put myself out there, I don't care. I'm on the right side of this, and that's the side I want to be on. Oh my God, you are, are sick. I love it. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. But when your life falls apart, that was me. Could have been Nick. Could have been me. Could have been Susie. Could have been Susie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And so when when this was happening, I heard Clayton's perspective. And if there's one thing I can say about Clayton is that he is not a liar. Like he he's not a perfect person, but he's not a liar. And I never once questioned him in his honesty to me as a person, human to human. So when he told me his side of the story very early on, I was like pissed because I was like, this is wild. This is absolutely wild. So wild. And justice needs to be served. And it didn't feel like it was because then, you know, things went public. And that's what people remember are the headlines. Yeah. You know, the follow up stories that come out don't reach the masses the same way a really bad headline does. It's like his the first, the first one where when y'all were that together. girl was like, hey, exactly. I had sex with Clayton. And that went yes. like, I don't know how many views did that original video get? Like 30 million or something yeah, crazy? Millions, yeah. Millions. And then her apology got like 1 million. And right. for those wondering, people go, what apology? This is the TikToker that claimed Clayton took her home in New York City and had a one night stand while he was still with Susie. He proved he was in Arizona. And then by the time the truth all came out, it, no one cared. And so people go, what is this chain of events with Clayton? He must be asking for it. Now, I would be ridiculous if I ever claimed Clayton was, uh, if I, I'd be ridiculous if I ever victim blamed Clayton here. And I know, no, Nick's a smart guy. I truly believe that he's a smart guy. He's self-made. There is no way in the world Nick will victim blame Clayton. Not even, you know, like. Exactly. Yeah. What do you guys make of the like when there's smoke, there's fire saying? Because it's like sometimes there's a lot of truth in that, but then other times it's like, no, someone has a smoke machine. Yeah. Yeah. But but I I was going to ask you about that. Like, this is the second time that Clayton has found himself Mm -hmm. on the wrong side of a big scandal, a big scandal, a bizarre scandal that the first one was just dumb luck. Mm hmm. You know, he had literally nothing to do with that. Yeah. The second one, you know, you know, he could have made better choices, but <laughs> nevertheless, sure. like, yeah, still bizarre. He, he didn't make any. He didn't do anything wrong. Now, 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 now. Just imagine. And again, I, I, I don't. 
I don't really hate his coverage of most content. I, I appreciate Nick's sort of opinion on things. It's it's the reason why his channel gets a lot of chatter because he does share his opinion and he can have the right opinion on a lot of things. I just, you know, we don't address every single time Nick's got the right opinion. We address the times where it's a woefully completely opposite of what I believe, you know, the UCAN Foundation and things like that. But imagine here, if you take Clayton out of this as the, as the alleged victim to this sort of paternity scandal, if it is a hoax, if... It doesn't exist. And um, Nick said, well, he's, you know, didn't, Nick didn't say he's asking for it, but Nick's basically saying he could have done different things. Now, imagine if the genders were reversed or imagine if this was someone, uh, if a woman who was a victim of, a, of, of, a, of any, any number of different um, sort of illegal activities, right? No one would say, oh, she could have done things differently. Or if they would say that, we would accuse that person of, of shaming a victim. It's shaming a victim. Now, now Nick goes on and to say, look, Look, he could have done things better, but he still did nothing wrong. There is no need for the first part of the statement. If he did nothing wrong, he doesn't have to do things better. He can go out and get as many consensual blowjobs as he desires. Boy, I never thought I'd be saying that out loud on a podcast. But you have to understand my point. In principle, we have to acknowledge where what is right and wrong here. And if it's true, as Clayton has said, that he's only received oral sex, maybe given it, but I think received it from her, then then he knows in his heart of hearts that she's not pregnant and she's never provided uh, proof through through the uh, medical medical system that she is pregnant. If that's if that's all the truth, then we can't look at this as well. He could have done better. It doesn't. No, there's no sort of like uh, causal thing here that could have changed the the circumstance. He was the victim. It's almost like if someone's the victim of a scam, right? If you're the victim of a scam, you don't say, "Well, I mean, look, yeah, you you operated under the best intentions that the other person wasn't going to try to harm you in a way whatsoever." That's 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 what you have to have compassion for victims, right? I don't know, folks. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Either way, we've made it. Tomorrow is the day before Thanksgiving. And don't worry, you might be traveling on Thanksgiving. I'm here to let you know I will have some content for you. We will have a special Thanksgiving-themed uh, um, uh, Bachelor Rush Hour podcast. You're not going to want to miss it. So don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have that on Thursday and we'll be here for your Friday shopping needs. If you're going to be in a Walmart punching people for that slightly discounted TV, you might as well listen to our podcast. All right, until next time, I've been Dave Neal and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.